Welcome to Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. This is a production meant to provide you, the listener, meaningful support to find great careers faster. Whether you're working or not. Today on Job Seekers Radio, we're answering the lifelong question, how long is it going to take to get a job? Well, it depends. <laughs> depends. Are you talking about the undergarments that you use no, when you get older? Um, but I suppose if that's something you need to deal with, then perhaps, you know, maybe you, you should consider that. No, we're talking about... A little about... practice, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, off to a great start. We are asked this question just about every time we get together in a networking um, scenario. We hear it all the time. It is going to be a question that we've asked ourselves, that others will ask us, that we hear people asking each other. This question is never going away. And it, unfortunately, there's no good answer that covers everybody. And maybe you just have to ask a better question. We'll talk about that later on in this episode. The feeling I get is it really depends on how you ask it. Because it may be it's like, oh, how long is this going to take? Or you could be at the front end of the search and you're wondering, how long is this going to take? Good point. So really, it depends on your mindset. And we talk about that in a lot of the episodes that we have here is where is your mindset? I I really think that the the best approach to answering this question, first of all, you have to understand that the answer that you're going to find is going to be different from any other answer that anybody else finds because we're all in a unique situation. As a result, we start looking for the answers internally. In a a future podcast, we're going to talk about looking for uh, success from external sources uh, and and the the liabilities involved in that. But I want to touch on that for a moment because if I'm always looking for someone else to answer the question, I'm always going to find that it's a little bit off uh, because no one else is going to be in exactly the same situation for me and what works for them isn't always going to work for me. But there are ways for us to take what has worked for others, try it on for size and see how that works for us, what it brings. Because really the way to answer that question from my experience has been, what am I doing Mm. in my job search And what of that is actually working? What you're really asking then is what qualities or what components would determine how long is it going to take to get a job? Exactly. And there's a lot. And there's a lot of them. The first one I would look at is the level in terms of seniority in the organization. If you're looking director or executive level, the presumption is, of course, depending on the other components we'll talk about here, is that it's going to take longer. The companies are more deliberate about those hiring decisions. There might be more stakeholders involved, and it's just going to take longer. It may also be an organization that has a lot of backstory that they want to undo. They want to shift the focus or shift the, the trajectory of their corporate culture. And so they're looking for a very specific skill set or track record that they feel is going to be moving them in the direction they want. Even for them, finding the right candidate is going to take just as long as as the right candidate finding them. So just know executive positions are a good opportunity also to have somebody help you. Yeah, and this is something that I recommend very highly to people. If you are looking for a higher position, hire someone, some con- consultant, a, a placement specialist, a or, or a coach that, that can help you with these connections because often the corporation is going to be hiring someone like that to find mm-hmm. them a candidate. They don't just post it on Indeed. A lot of these organizations may not have the type of experience 
hiring that level. Exactly. And hire, so hiring that out is really fairly common. The next thing to think about in terms of how long is your job search going to take is the activities you're participating in to actually find the work. And we talk about effective job search. We've talked about the anatomy of a networking conversation. In fact, we'll leave that in the show notes so you can have access to it. If this is the first time you're joining us on the podcast, we'd actually suggest you subscribe, (laughs) first of all. And second of all, go back and listen to some of the prior episodes where we talk about what is effective job search and what works and what doesn't and how to approach this whole activity that is, you know, somewhat challenging for most people because they're changing what either what they're doing now or uh, they're changing careers or they're, you know, they're trying to head a new direction and there is some friction that happens yeah. when you make that decision. But I want to come back to your initial point and it depends on the mindset. If you are just starting a job search, you're going to have a different attitude, you're going to have more energy, hopefully, you're going to have a different point of view from if you're into it a year or so. And fortunately, we're in a time right now where people are finding work within a year, even at some higher levels. But we know that this cycles through. I've had it in my own experience a period where I was three years unemployed. That was during the Great Recession, so it wasn't terribly surprising, but it was tough. And at the end of that, it was tough to keep going. So as we think about our job search uh, from our own particular mindset, how does that affect the way I look forward? What are the activities that I'm going to do? How do I approach this differently? And changing it up can be really healthy. What I, the the advice that I got at the time, and then again in a later job search, was do things that actually bring you results. So we talked in a prior episode about resumes. Do the format of a resume that gets you calls. Send that one out. If someone asks for something specific that is different, give that person whatever they're asking for. Right. Do the things, the activities, the resumes, whatever it is, do the things that bring something back. That could be an interview, but it could also be just someone new to talk to, a a different website to search that you hadn't heard before. These are all forms of success. If you get something out of a certain effort, keep doing that and see how long that will bring you an effort. Each one of you is probably looking for the end, the end being the offer. Okay, exactly. We encourage you to look work backwards from the offer. The offer is just an outcome of a successful interview. If we were to look at the successful activities, they should be gauged against an interview. What's generating an interview for you? Now, your definition of success may differ. Most people are looking for an offer or opportunity for employment. And if we work backwards from that, you want to track and maybe even do a retrospective on the activities you're participating in now, and are they generating or not interviews for you? If you haven't started tracking those things, I encourage you to do that now. If you're sending out application resumes and you're getting one interview for every five applications, that's a pretty darn good conversion rate. Right. I haven't seen many people get that, but it's possible. I'm Personally, I'm not the data type. I don't live in data. It doesn't drive me. It doesn't bring me joy. Um, But I have found that it's really useful. So I come back to it. It's an effort that I make because it feeds the things that do bring me the energy. Um, If you haven't, to your point, if, if our listeners have not done the research on what the success rate is, that is going to give you a lot of information that will help you in your search. It's not that sending 
sending out the resumes blindly on to uh, leads that come over Indeed or some of the other aggregators isn't a good idea. I think it is a good idea. I've found work that way. It's not the one that's going to generate the most incremental successes, the networking really makes a difference. And there are other activities that you can do like volunteering and, and Toastmasters and so many of these other activities that involve people that are in business. You're making the right connections. Do the research. Find out which one is working for you because you could have the head of that Toastmasters group tell you all the things that work for him, but that may not be the best one for you. Mm. Do the research on what you're doing and keep doing the things that bring you those incremental successes. Information, advice, connections. We yep. talk about that a lot. Yeah. That's really what you're looking for is information, advice, and connections. Where you know, So take in this information and process it and find something that works for you. Right. And, well, and speaking of data, really the next act, the next thing that really is going to impact your ability to find work quickly and how long it takes is the supply and demand in the marketplace. Oh, yeah. If we have high supply, right, and low demand, you're going to be looking for a long time. Right. Right now, though, it's kind of the opposite. Uh, in in a lot of ways, there's a lot of people. Not, you know, a lot of opportunities available, but not a lot of people to fill those opportunities. Right. And yet that still is different in every locale based on the industries involved. You know, who who are the predominant industries in an area? Uh, it, it creates the struggle. It, there's a dichotomy, really. Um, those that are, there's a lot of the same industry in one area. And I'm thinking in the, the Portland area, we are the Silicon Forest. Mm. Um, silicon forest. <laughs> silicone is something else. Well, whatever. Par, sure Pardonnez-moi. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato, right? Um, there's a lot of high tech uh, here in the Portland area. And if you're not in high tech, you don't, you're not interested in it or you, you don't have the right skill set to get into it. And yet you want to live here. It's going to take you longer. And that was exactly my situation. I wanted to come back home to Portland. It took me a lot longer to find the right job in this area. Area, but it's where I wanted to go. So I was willing to put in the effort and to be patient. Uh, I also had the support both from, you know, the familial situation and also the financial. I could make it last. You narrowed your market. I did. By narrowing your market, fewer opportunities, it may be it a takes long longer. time. That's right. Between the interviews until you open your market, if you are willing to do so, uh, opening your market could include things like, hey, let's look for remote work or let's expand our geography or, or industry or anything like that. So if you're really at a point, if you're listening to this, you know, this episode where you need to find work quickly, you need to expand your market. That, you that to... would be a, a recommendation I'd make and to be okay with however far you're looking if you actually land something you know you get that interview don't say no try to find ways to say yes even if it's at more of a distance than you'd like because you don't know where that might lead open remain open keep a fresh perspective every time you approach your activities right if you are in a situation where you can wait then narrowing to exactly what you want can work for you because it I find that the sex successes become more more significant, more powerful when it is building on the last one, when it really is very targeted. You keep drilling deeper and deeper. You're going to get to the target that you're looking for. It's just going to take longer. I'm reminded of Rich, who came to Breakfast Club. I right. don't know if you remember Rich, I but do. he, I mean, he came in and said, you know, 
I'll work for anybody as long as it's Nike Golf. And I was like, okay, that's one strategy. Now, it probably took him longer to find opportunity because of that. Sure. But everybody knew that when they heard of an opportunity for uh, Nike Golf, who were they going to immediately think of? Exactly. And it worked. It, it took him a period of years, but he got it. And he was in that situation where he could do that. I remember having a conversation with him and his wife was saying, I think you need to take the next job that comes along. And that was his response. I will take any job as long as it's with Nike. <laughs> and But he was driven and he got it. Yeah. And he's still there. Yeah. It can work for you. The only person who can answer the question is you. And that's the toughest thing to deal with. Speaking of questions... Asking better questions will actually get you better answers. Perhaps the question you should ask that's better than how long does it take to get a job is, what is the best way to find a job fast? Or, what steps should I take to find the right job? Yep. So if you increase the quality of your question, yes. you're going to get better answers. And when you think about Rich's example where he he was absolutely set on working for Nike, then the questions become, how do I get further into Nike? How can I penetrate that? How can I meet the gatekeepers? How can I get those informational interviews, which he, I believe he did over 100. Over 100. Yeah. And he still does them. And he still does them. He yeah. still does them. And here's why. Because he knows. Yeah. He's been there, right? So it's... He's, he's walked that path. And he understands the importance of doing these things. So the questions ended up changing for him. And I have used his tactics and, and it has worked. I didn't focus on a specific company. Mine was on a specific job. And I got it. Narrowing the questions, refining the questions to something that works better to get an answer that is more meaningful really is the better way to... Uh, approach the question, how long is this job search going to take? It's going to take as long as you think it's going to take. And it's going to be based on the level you're seeking, your activities, your supply and demand in your marketplace, and the, your ability to ask yourself better questions. Right. That's it for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. Uh, you can find show notes and resources on jobseekersradio.com slash 041. So thank you for joining us for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. Uh, we want to acknowledge your investment of time and attention. We really appreciate it. Head over to iTunes and subscribe to get future episodes. And while you're there, please provide us a rate and review. We we want feedback. We we, we want to know that this is helpful and that you're finding meaning here. And we want to incorporate those needs that you have into our into our um, episodes, into sure. our podcast. We do have a free resource for you. It's called The Anatomy of a Networking Conversation. It's an ebook that Scott and I put together. It's a free gift that we have for you. Just go over to jobseekersradio.com. You'll see a little pop-up comes up on the screen and you can get that it's completely free just as a gift from us to you. My name is Scott. And this is Andrew. And to, we want to leave you with a thought, that which you persist in doing becomes easier, not because the nature of the thing has changed, but your ability to do it has increased. All right, thanks everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>